We had him. How did he escape? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do? We don't have the police support. We fight. We always fight. We're rocking. Bobby, are you rocking? I'm rocking so hard. Rocking hard. All right. Welcome back, analysis listeners. Want to welcome back into the podcast an old friend. The fall leaves are on the ground. There's a chill in the air here in Chicago. Spooky stuff is being bought at Home Goods and placed out on porches everywhere. That means it's time for Bobby Peterson to join us again. Bobby Peterson. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me back. You're right. It's cold. We're getting there. We have pumpkins all over our apartment right now, which means it's time for me to hop on the analysis with you. Yeah, absolutely. Do you carve the pumpkin? Or is it Do not just... carve a pumpkin. We have way too many fake ones around yeah. here and enough pumpkin candles to fill an entire bed, bath, and beyond. So we're Want to go through the bitch of hollowing out and carving a pumpkin when you can just get a plastic one that does the same thing from Home Goods. I agree. But today, you're our horror film correspondent. You always love to come in. You've got this deep history of depravity in your <laughs> viewing catalog. Uh, but, but we're going to be talking about Halloween Kills, the most recent Thanos Myers, I'm, excuse me, I mean Michael Myers <laughs> picture that has come out. I, I think the reviews are middling here. I, I haven't really read or heard much about it. What did you think about this movie? I disagree with a lot of reviews. Um, I heavily favor this movie and I feel like my opinion is a little skewed because people, I think, speaking for other critics uh, and based off of, they all have come to the same conclusions, a lot of which I agree with, but a lot of which I also don't really care about. As lame as it sounds, like I'm a huge horror movie fan. I love the slasher subgenre. It's, it's arguably one of my favorites. Huge Michael Myers Halloween fan. This movie gave me exactly what I wanted out of a current Halloween movie. Okay, a few things you're saying. So current Halloween movie, I want to dive into that. What, what are some of the people saying that are critical of the movie that you disagree with? So we'll start there, and then I want to hear about what current Halloween movie means. Okay, uh, what's consistent across reviews for this movie are stupid characters. Yes. Which I, I understand. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, and 95% of slashers, the victims are all really stupid. So that, to me, to, to, to disqualify Halloween Kills because of stupid characters, you're like, do you even like slasher films then? That brings me to that question. That's, that's just a matter of taste. But that's definitely consistent with Halloween Kills, and that's also something I don't disagree with because there are some really stupid characters and really just stupid decisions made in this movie. For sure. Okay, I, I'll go with you there. I can, I can set that aside. What, what do you mean about current Halloween movie? Because there has definitely been an evolution in terms of just the general tone from the original Carpenter to now. So what do you mean about like a, what you're looking for in a current movie? Because that's something I thought was really interesting with this one as well. This one delivered on what I was hoping Halloween 2018 would do is just to backtrack, Halloween 2018 is Michael Myers escaping from the asylum and, and getting out and just wreaking havoc again. That's the promise they made in 2018. I thought the kills and the stocking that made it very, all the Carpenter-esque stuff was missing from that movie. It is 
20-fold in Halloween Kills. And it, it does broach on style over substance. That's definitely what Halloween Kills is. But that's, that's what I was hoping to get out of this movie. That's what uh, David Gordon Green and, uh, and, and everybody else involved Christina. with the film talked about. They're like, this is going to be Michael's movie. This is Michael's time to shine and to just do what Michael Myers does. That's exactly what this movie was for almost two hours. When you can really see, even in that opening title sequence, what the tone is going to be for the movie. So in that 2018 movie, you see a rotten pumpkin that is being reassembled into its original glory. And that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to take this franchise and basically <laughs> unmold it and, and, and make it kind of a, its fresh new beginning. And then this one, the pumpkin's just on fire. And it's like, we're just going balls to wall. We're going to fucking burn everything down. And I, I guess that's that's what I thought was at least a take to me is it, it, that's why I said Thanos at the top of our conversation. This feels Marvel to me, and maybe it's because everything commercial now just feels to be painted with some sort of Marvel brush, but there's this serialization to almost everything you watch now. And this is definitely picking up like right where that 2018 movie left off. Like there's no way you can really play for the first act of this movie without having a reference level to the 2018 movie. Like I would suggest anyone that's going to watch this has to go back and watch that one first. And so there's this episodic thing. The, this movie didn't work for me. I can go with you on stupid characters doing stupid things. Like that's baked into, and, and it's almost like a wink wink to that part of this genre. Absolutely. I just, I hated indestructible Michael Myers. I think what makes him scary, once someone's like indestructible and they can basically take a hundred bullets and survive fires and kill 14 firefighters for no reason. Like I, I honestly felt bad for the firefighters. Like it, it just like when someone's indestructible, then it becomes unscary at that point. Like, it's just like, well, what's the point? And I, I, yeah. I found myself frequently bored with this movie. Like I was, I just, I, there was nothing to me. There was no, and when you have, when you don't have a single character that you're pulling for, then the suspense of the peril that these people are in no longer exists. And, and I just honestly like looked over at my girlfriend at one point and was like, this is, I'm bored. Like I don't, I, I'm not interested in an, in any of this. So I was, to me, it didn't work because of the indestructible Michael Myers first stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. Going back to what you're saying about Marvel, that's what bores me about Marvel movies. It's like, if people can just like keep coming back, there's, there's no stakes. So therefore yeah. you're like, what's, what's the fucking point? Why are we going to build this cinematic universe for X amount of movies? I get where you're saying that about Michael Myers, where I think there might, there, where I'm fingers crossed more than anything, this is part two of a trilogy that the filmmakers pitched. Next year, we're going to get Halloween Ends. Yeah. And with this one, there was a lot of- Halloween that, End Games? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's like fucking Marvel. It, yep, it's, it's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to uh, just make their stance on just the, the franchise with the bulk of film. But what I'm hoping they're doing is, and this one, there's a lot of talk of, you know, Michael is, is you know, evil incarnate, blah, blah, blah. They didn't say he's supernatural. It basically I, does, though. 
Yeah. Well, after the beating that he takes in this movie, just to, to your point, it's like, okay, he can get st- stabbed a bunch of times. He can shot. He, he can not so subtly get stabbed with a pitchfork. That was one thing that kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit. It's like angry townsfolk. And then of course he gets stabbed with a pitchfork. It's like, that's a yeah, very like, South Park thing to do. It was almost uh, like a, a cancel culture type of a take where the whole town becomes evil and they get exposed in terms of yeah, that whole pitchforks out type of a deal. I was all game for that until there was a line that a character says, it says like, well, Michael made us into the monsters. Mm-hmm. They basically already said that without having to spell it out for people. And that, that, that was one of my least favorite lines in the entire movie. It's like, it's cool that everyone got so pissed off and they're like, we're going to fight back against a monster that's destroyed our town for 40 years. That's a great thing to take the ball and run with. But where they ended with it, I was not particularly happy about and that kind of yeah. goes into ending a little bit too that i'm really curious how they're gonna pick up after the way this movie ends yeah well and there's there's a lot of mirroring images the mirror within yourself you see a lot like at the the bookends of this movie you've got the cop that's looking out of that famous michael myers second story window and he's looking at his own reflection and then michael comes up behind him at the bookend you've got the the Judy Greer character looking out the window at herself. Like you're looking at your own reflection. Michael himself is the evil mirror that we see back at it, at ourselves. That's definitely what they're trying to say. And that they have all that imagery throughout the movie there. So I, I know that they're kind of going for grander themes. That's why kind of the cartoonish nature of this, cast that they assembled and, and where the characters go and what motivates them that's why it just seems so disjointed to me and i and i thought it was weird like his journey around town was weird like first it's like oh is he gonna go here no he's gonna go here now he's back at home now he's at this random parking lot now he's in now he's hunting down the people that he didn't get to kill in the first movie i mean like michael myers is all over this town just there's no like linear there's no like one thing that he's trying to accomplish it's just (laughs) fucking chaos it's total chaos which ends up to me cheapening it it makes it less scary yeah i i get what you're saying there um but i thought each approach to michael's attacks were pretty cool like for example, my favorite one in the entire movie was uh, when the kids were playing in the playground and then back in the car, you know, you have like the, the nurse and doctor set and then you have the, Michael's actual nurse from the first movie. Huge surprise. I didn't know she was going to be in this. So I thought that was sweet. And there's a lot of throwback here. characters from the OG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle Richards and shit like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, apart from her and uh, Michael, Anthony Michael Hall playing Tommy Doyle, I didn't know what other old characters we were going to see. So when the nurse showed up, when the original sheriff showed up, I thought that was pretty badass. Um, but that was my favorite attack because it called back to the first movie when he jumps on top of the car. Like they even film it the same way. Like you kind of see his face reflected in the red light and he hops on top. It's like, okay, we, we know what's going to happen here. Uh, except for one of my favorite kills that kind of comes out of nowhere when she's about to shoot him and he kicks the door and the gun flips. That was almost like a little comedy bit. Yeah, and that's one thing I feel like this movie had over Halloween 2018 is they did tone down a lot of the humor. And I think that's to a huge benefit because that's one of my least favorite things about 2018. We'd have a wisecracking 10-year-old kid who's getting babysat in this one. Yeah, that it's, was it just that spiced was in weird. a little bit more. They brought him back just for a news clip. 
quickly. Yeah, and he says he says the same line he did in the first movie of like, "Oh, she was my number one babysitter." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's just like a little callback. Yeah, I just I, I I was definitely I I think sometimes more is less, and the first one has a charm because it was like really the first time ever that a serial killer like went into someone's home while they were doing something in a peaceful setting and then just killed them, and it was this invasion of the white picket fence suburbia dreamland and here comes this horror into it and it was tactical i think there's only like four people killed in the original one right it's just it's just a couple of teens and this one he's he's it it, it reminds me a lot of what happened in the die hard franchise where the first one is tactical he has just a couple people he needs to dispose of it's more of an inner struggle of walking across the glass and stuff and by the end of that series he's like flipping cars into helicopters and he's basically in a fast and furious movie and it's like such a wild progression from where he started to like where the franchise is now and the same with michael myers like he comes out and he's not just killing teens that are smoking weed and having sex it's like he's completely disposing of an innocent fire safety crew who's there to save people and he's 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 got chainsaws and he's or you know he's he's like just viciously it's not just like a a curious stabbing like it's just like a vicious over-the-top gory murder and i i guess it has to go somewhere but i prefer kind of the chilling mood setting of the first one versus fast and furious meets michael myers I definitely understand that criticism. And I think part of that too is like some of the editing, some of the editing of some of these attacks is just so intense and so quick. It, it just feels very modern. And I feel like that's something that to your, to your effect there, like it, it's, Michael Myers is very slow. It'd be better if everything was just a little bit slower, not quite so like NFL, XFL, like everyone just like wrestling, beating the shit out of each other. Um, but like you said, th- these movies have to go somewhere. They've already done that. They've been doing that yeah. for 40 years. So to in 2021, why not make it faster? Why may, why not make it more brutal? Why not make it more just excruciating? This is Michael's movie. It, it, he's pissed off about what happened in the first movie. This is his reaction to it. We also get the town's reaction to the entire franchise. Yeah. I just wish it was scarier. I honestly just, I think some of it was was so far beyond scary to me to where I was bored. And I, I was actually a little freaked out. I don't know. I went to theaters to see this because of okay. course I, I watched it at home. Maybe that, that has something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, my crowd was super into it. Every jump scare, like we all fell for it, like hook, line and sinker. Maybe it was atmosphere, but that's another thing I thought was missing in Halloween 2018. I didn't find much of that to be very creepy or scary at all. And this one had a little bit more of like the stocking, like going into a house and just like, just doing what anybody else would do if you feel like someone's in your house. You see a bloody handprint and you're like, shit, someone's in our house and it's not a kid. You're like, oh fuck, someone's here. So you're gonna stalk around with a knife or whatever weapons you have and just like go room to room until you find hopefully the perpetrator or whatever, so. Yeah, I think there's certain genres that really lend themselves to the experience to be there in person. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you got to see it because I think certain comedies like just when a certain line hits an anchorman and the whole theater explodes with laughter or when 
audiences gasp because the killer comes out unexpectedly or something. I'm sure there was a really big laugh when the gun turned around on the woman dressed as the nurse and she blew her own head off. Like some of those bits definitely lend themselves to a much more enjoyable experience in the theater. So I I, I can give you that at least that I I probably would have had a little more fun had I not just been watching it by myself Sunday evening (laughs) as I'm sleepy getting ready for bed. Right. Yeah, it's definitely uh, communal viewing for sure. Do you, real quick, in terms of that, you're a big horror movie fan. What's the best experience you've ever had watching a horror movie in the theater? Ooh, it's gotta be maybe the first Paranormal Activity. Oh my God, that, yes, yes. That's when we did our horror movie chop, that was insane. People just losing their shit in their seats. Yeah, it's it's a quiet movie and you know, thank God that like everyone was respecting that and just being quiet, not some shit heads being like, don't go in there, that kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was game for it. If you're game for the movie and let them trust the movie to take you where it wants to take you, that's you're all the better for it. Yeah, paranormal activity, the ring I remember going home and oh, flipping yeah. on every light for my first experience <laughs> in a slasher film was I know what you did last summer. I think I was in middle school and that one was cool just because I was just just terrified to be in a scary movie in general. I, I think <laughs> looking back at it now, it's pretty funny because that movie is not scary. But no. it's, yeah, I think Paranormal, Paranormal Activity definitely uh, was, was one to remember. The, where I want to leave this, Bobby, is there's a third one coming out. What would your prediction be? Because I know that Jamie Lee Curtis has already said people are going to be really shocked and probably angry there's going to be a lot of discussion following the third one what do you what what is your interpretation of what that probably means what that means to me is that laurie laurie strode is 100 gonna die i mean the movie's called halloween ends you could say that that'd be michael myers but if they're going the supernatural route you can never kill something like that blah 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 Mm -hmm. i think that ultimately means 100 laurie strode is gonna die hopefully they make it cool hopefully they make it make sense We'll see. Uh, with the way kills ended, it's going to be mano a mano. I think that's what this is. That's end game for this entire thing. Yeah, that's what my anticipation is as well. It'll be interesting. I was thinking maybe she's she's likely going to die in my opinion. Maybe she takes him out with them, with her, and the whole thing just goes down and where they go from there. But they've already killed Laurie Strode in other versions, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. So, uh, I think it was H two or Resurrection. They killed her like right in the beginning, which is yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, it was Resurrection because H two O, her and Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. Her and Josh Hartnett <laughs> definitely make it out together. It was a great team. <laughs> Their careers rode down ever since. But yep, great man. Well, uh, hopefully you're enjoying the Halloween season, and appreciate you coming on and and chopping with me about Halloween Kills. Of course, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, buddy. And thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to give us a like or a review if you feel so inclined. And wash your hands. Stay safe. We'll see you down the road. Bye.